Welcome back to Key Messianic Prophecies, a podcast brought to you by Telios, a private 501c3 nonprofit foundation dedicated to the research and accurate teaching of the Bible, founded by Bill and Jeanette Stewart. On this episode, we will be finishing up our look at Messianic prophecy in the book of Isaiah. Uh, now, we know that Isaiah has detailed some really interesting prophecies concerning Israel's coming Messiah. Uh, and when you get to Isaiah 40 through 55, uh, you begin dealing with what is commonly known as the servant songs. Uh, and in these chapters, we glean uh, this understanding of a particularly righteous individual whose suffering will bring about the healing of the nations. Uh, this servant is assured to be exalted uh, in no small part due to his fulfilling of the mission to become a light to all nations, which was Israel's purpose, uh, but one in which he continued to fail at achieving. Uh, the servant will undergo immense suffering. Um, this is where a lot of the idea of the suffering servant we often hear talk about comes from. Uh, being rejected by his own people, even before finally uh, regathering those people and restoring them. Now, uh, as you've probably figured out, uh, if you've been following this, this series, a lot of modern interpretations will argue that the writer was speaking of a contemporary during his own time. That the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that the language of the text is not prophetic in the sense of referring to Jesus of Nazareth, uh, but instead placing the hopes of the people on the shoulders of someone from that day and age, some nameless person. Now, contextually, we have no real evidence to suggest that Isaiah speaks of someone in his own day. But we do know that much of the book has carried with it a serious messianic thrust, which we've looked at uh, in, in some of our, our previous episodes. So it would seem logical to assume that the servant here is indeed this messianic figure that Israel's history has pointed toward for so long now. Isaiah is very concerned with this individual, as is you know, so much of the rest of the Old Testament. Uh, it fits. And obviously with this podcast, we're especially going to reject the view that this is not prophetic in light of the New Testament, which sees all of this as being fulfilled in the person of Jesus. Uh, it's, it's interesting that Jesus himself will be quoting from Isaiah to explain himself and his own actions, even going so far as to say that uh, he himself was fulfilling the prophecies of this prophetic book in Luke 4. Paul is another New Testament writer who quotes Isaiah to point to Jesus. So uh, for a Christian, I think it becomes very difficult to look at what Isaiah is saying in, in his book and somehow reach the conclusion that none of this finds its fulfillment in Jesus. Uh, Isaiah is one of the great books of Messianic prophecy in the Old Testament for a good reason, because so much of it is explicit and it's just very, very hard to miss. So... Uh, this was a very brief look at uh, the, the, the latter chapters of, of Isaiah, uh, but it's, it's good. There's also some resources in the Moody Handbook of Messianic Prophecy, which I've mentioned before on here, that can go into some, some more detail on the history of the interpretation of, of these sorts of uh, prophecies that it's always good to check out. Uh, so this will conclude our look at the book of Isaiah. In the next episode, we will be looking at the New Covenant, uh, specifically uh, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, uh, as we work our way to the uh, 
the end of the series. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, for this episode, and see you for the next one.